Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. The do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do-train rolls on now through the state of Massachusetts, or a TV station in Framingham is now reporting that an outbreak of COVID-19 has been traced back to one event, an event filled with people should know better. The 40 cases are sending another 40 co-workers into quarantine as well because of close contacts, plus other family members that the health department isn't even reporting on. And while, yes, there is an official order from the head of the Massachusetts State Police for everyone who works there to wear a mask whenever they're inside a state police building, at a meeting of the tow compliance unit last week, intended by more than a dozen troopers and civilian employees, no one did. And now the price is being paid. (laughs) You would think at least one person, Cliff, would think. (laughs) This is not a good idea. You know, I'm going to mask up here. I'm just going to... Yes. And it's kind of like... You know, and I've seen this before, uh, back at the very beginning when we all first started wearing masks. If someone put a mask on, then everyone else was like, well, maybe I should do that. (laughs) And everyone else, then they put them on. It's starting to become a habit, I will say that, Cliff. I I totally agree with you, yeah. I uh, almost feel undressed anymore if I forget to bring a mask with me to work. You know, I'll put it in my car. It's like, on the way here, it's like, I forgot something, I forgot something. Luckily, yeah. we have masks here that uh, yeah. I can borrow. It was my Uncle Hillman, Cliff, who often told me this. Yeah. He said, you're a great conversation starter, Weed. <laughs> Not when you're around, once you leave. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> People have a tendency to talk about they, you. Well, more than a tendency. Well, I've got something here this morning that's all about Cliff. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Well, what do you know? What Uh, is it? Well, listen to this, Cliff. Okay. Capital morning here. I'd like to hear a Christmas song. Uh, How about that uh, Santa Baby by old uh, uh, Kelly Pickler there? Weed, you know. (laughs) You like old Kelly Pickler. And, you know, her and Dolly Parton kind of remind me of each other a little bit there. Uh, Kelly's kind of a young Dolly. Uh, You know, if they did a uh, song together, Stop. Stop it. No. (laughs) You see what you've done, Cliff? It would be a trio, actually. See what you've done? You've you've penetrated the minds of our wonderful (laughs) listeners. Well, isn't that really really with the goal here? I mean... Well, Weed, it turns out the hottest toy for Christmas this year may not be that PlayStation that no one can get their hands on. It's a wide selection of toys that at first glance might make you think, nah... But as it turns out, there are many kids and adults across this great land of ours who want to play with, uh, well, toys that poop. National Public Radio published a story last week outlining some of the top toys for Christmas 2020. That list contains fun things like a game called Fishing for Floaters. Also, a Gotta Go Flamingo, a fuzzy little animal that sits on its own toilet and poops. By the way, the toilet's clear plastic, so you can see the poop coming out. And then there's the Poopsie Slime Surprise Unicorn Doll, which cleverly combines toy trends by pooping sparkling slime. And for those kids who prefer their toys to have wheels, the Hot Wheels Ultimate Garage Dinosaur, which eats little cars and then poops them out. And we can't forget the Flushing Frenzy, a Mattel game which makes participants push a plunger, which 
in a random hot potato fashion will cause a plastic turd to be thrown in the air. Points are scored by either catching the poop in the air or by being the one to come up with it during the resulting wrestling match should the poop hit the ground. By the way, Susan Livingston, a Ph.D. in art education a professional from Illinois, writes that there's nothing wrong with our fascination with poop. It's part of our existence and that poop has been central to the toy experience since the beginning of time. And she adds, if you give kids a bunch of clay, the first thing they'll make with it is poop. That's true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. You have become fascinated, Cliff. I will say that. Yeah. Where, where did you find this story at? Or should I even ask? It was on National Public Radio's website. Well, I'm sure, Cliff, you haven't been following this. I haven't been following it either, but my phone sure has been. What are you talking the about? The divorce proceedings of Kelly Clarkson and her soon-to-be ex-husband. My no, phone, I have been following that at all. <laughs> my phone just lights up with this stuff for some reason. And this is exactly, Cliff, the reason why I could never have become a lawyer. Why is that? Because her soon-to-be ex-husband yeah. is demanding $436,000 a month in support. <laughs> he also okay. happens to be the manager of Blake Shelton. Okay. He's probably not getting paid in, you know, seashells and rocks. I'm sure Blake Shelton's taking no, care of him. I, I would say you're probably correct. There's no way I could stand in front of a courtroom and say, my client needs $436,000 a month to live without breaking out laughing and going, no, I'm just kidding. He doesn't need near that much. <laughs> He's Blake Shelton's manager. Don't worry about it. He's good. I read this morning, Cliff, that break dancing, or as it's going to be called, breaking is going to be an Olympic sport starting in 2024 at the really? Summer Games in Paris. Yes. Okay. Break dancing will join climbing, skateboarding, surfing, and synchronized sitting still as new <laughs> debuts in Paris. Synchronized sitting still. Yes. There will be two people who sit absolutely still at a desk cliff in the same position, yeah. and you see yeah. who can hold it the longest. Are you looking for a partner? You know, I'm thinking about that. Yes. If I, are you wanting to help me out, Cliff? Oh and no, I don't think I. You could I don't be think an I Olympian. Can hold it that, I don't think I can hold it that long. Okay. Well, if you can't hold it long, I don't want you in my group. I want yeah. long holders here, Cliff. And also, if they ever come up with, and yeah. I don't know if they ever will, but it seems that the Olympic Games are starting to get closer and closer to my abilities. That's the sad part about that. <laughs> That's really sad. They're getting closer to what I can yeah, do. Yeah. And if they ever come up with, you know, aircraft and parachuting. Yeah. But the game is the ones that don't want to actually jump out of the plane, they're too scared to do it. Yeah. I want to be the dude that shoves them out and have like an <laughs> Olympic sport on that. Winning a gold medal in, I don't know, parachute Pushing, pushing or something like that. Yeah. I could do that too. <laughs> no. What do you were like? And he got a perfect 10. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> what a lovely push that was. Yes. The Christmas song face off. I'm ready to play again. All right, Cliff. I think we've got a contestant on the line. Let's go right to okay. it, okay? All right. Hi, who's this? Pete Williamson. All right, Pete. Where are you from? Owensville. Okay. You know what we're up to, right? Uh, no, I missed it yesterday, but I'm I'm for, I'm up for a challenge. All right. Well, Pete, what song do you want to hear in case you're the winner? Uh, Jeff Foxworthy's 12 Days of Christmas. Jeff Foxworthy's 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> the Redneck Edition, I'm assuming, right? 
Yes, sir. All right, Jeff. All right. Well, this is what we're going to do in this game, in this contest. And thank you, first of all, for calling in and having the courage to do this. I'm going to read a couple of lines from a very popular Christmas tune. And without you Googling that, you're going to tell me what song it is. And if you do that, we're going to hear Jeff Foxworthy, okay? All right. Let's give her a shot. All right, Jeff. Here we go. They're going to build a toy land all around the Christmas tree. I can picture it, but I can't think the name of it. I can't even see it playing in my head. You know what's going to happen, Jeff? I guess we're going to hear your song because I, I, I can see it. And I, can, I can even hear the song, but I can't think the name of it. Well, do you remember the song that I selected, Jeff? I, I, I did. It was something about with Mozart. Yes. Yeah. By Boston Pops. <laughs> the so, Mozart edition. Do you give yeah. up, Jeff? Yeah, I, I, I give in because I, I said I'm drawing a blank. All right. Well, thanks for playing this morning, Jeff, and you have a very uh, happy Christmas, okay? Hey, you too. Cliff, have you had a chance to look at our text messaging? Yes. It's like a, f- a flood of bad words. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and although that song made me really want to just pick up a stick and wave it around in the air. It does, doesn't it? Sure wish Jeff would have won now, don't you? Everyone else, uh, well, like they express disdain. for. Although I got to say, it's not our fault. No, no. If you don't want to hear that crap then get better with the questions. How's that? There you go. I feel like I'm on hold on the phone. Please turn that crap off. I you love, suck, weed. I love Christmas, but dang, boys. Oh, here's a thank you. Here's a thank you from Ruthie. No, thank you for playing Randy Travis yesterday. Oh, yeah, okay, all right, all right. It's the time of year, of course, when we not only look to our own celebrations of Christmas, we also look for ways to help others who would have trouble with their own. And that's why the red kettles appear at the entrances to many retail establishments. It's why boxes of food are passed out. It's why the Emergency Medical Services District in Altoona, PA, held the event that they did over the weekend. Although, given what's going on in the world today, they probably could have changed up the name a bit. Sunday, EMTs and paramedics in Altoona held a toy drive in front of the store in town there, benefiting Toys for Tots. But they probably didn't need to call the event Stuff the Ambulance, because that brings a vision no one really wants to have during a pandemic, although you now all probably do. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Cliff, a couple of things here. Okay. We've got a listener that's thinking a lot like you this morning. Okay. And I uh, need to apologize. First of all, you. yes, okay. the listener okay. that's thinking like you. Remember the song that I selected for our uh, Christmas oh. song, Face Off? Yes. And somebody said, you know, it reminded them of a stick, and that was you? That was, yeah, it was, makes me want to pick up a stick and wave it around. And so yep. does this listener here. Okay. Morning, Weeding Cliff. Nick from Motwell checking in. Cliff makes me want to pick up a stick, too. And beat my radio with it. Okay, that's uh, <laughs> not really what we're going for on our song selections, now is it, Cliffs? <laughs> and I need to apologize to our caller, who was kind enough to play that game. I kept calling him Jeff Williamson, yeah. and his yeah. name is Pete Williamson. Pete. Well, that's what I wrote down here on my note. <laughs> i got to start paying attention, Cliff, but I'm sorry about that, Pete. I should have uh, paid more attention. My apologies. You have, that's your like your life's mantra. 
I should have paid more attention. I should have, yes. It'll be on my epitaph. I don't know if you saw this, Cliff. Stevie Nicks sold her um, collection of music that she's written, 80% of her collection. Really? For about $100 million. Well, chump change. Yes. Well, according to uh, Bob Dylan, who sold all of his music collection, yeah. Yeah. they won't really disclose it, but the guesses are he got about $300 million for that. And the publishing company can do with that music whatever they feel like doing now. Yes. I'm hoping he takes some of that money and yeah. gets some singing lessons so I can understand <laughs> I what he say. says. <laughs> Would you like for me to sing some of the selected lyrics from the Bob Dylan collection? I think we already know. You know, Cliff, if you were the publishing person here, yeah, and if you yeah. were um, the CEO yeah. of that um, Gas X company... This is yeah. right down your memory lane here. <laughs> Why is that? Well, if you can get a hold of any of Bob Dylan's songs, and yeah. you're the head of Gas X, yeah. blowing in the wind, that has got to be the <laughs> song that you play during your commercials, wouldn't you think? Well, that's a perfect that's a perfect way to pitch. Anti-fart pitch. Yes, perfect. <laughs> Cliff, a question has come in this morning by okay. voice message. Sure. Directly to you, because only you Me? can figure out, you know, what the answer is. Are you ready? Okay. Sure. Go ahead. Hey, Bill McCracken, I've got a question for uh, Cliff. Uh, when you uh, banned that one listener that we won't mention, uh, you said it was uh, until uh, Wednesday, I believe. Uh, does that ban come off Wednesday morning, or does we have to wait all day till after Wednesday so we'll actually be able to converse and text and whatnot uh, on Thursday? I've kind of forgotten all about this character. It's, it's, it's almost like he never existed. I kind of think that way, too. Yes. No one's mentioned him today at all. No, until right now. So is it all um, the way through Wednesday, or is it the I, beginning? I of... believe the ban will expire at midnight. So come Wednesday morning, he is eligible to call in and to text in, and we may once again say his name and admit he exists. Or come Wednesday morning at 6 yeah. We could just ignore him like we don't get any of his text messages or voice messages. <laughs> we could just pretend. <laughs> just pretend. <laughs> he won't know yeah, the difference, will he? he, won't he know the, yeah, because yeah, he's not listening now because we banned him. Yes. <laughs> he <Huh>? won't know. <laughs> and it seems like a lot of our wonderful listeners are wanting to play that Christmas song Face Off again, where I pick a song and they pick a song. <laughs> yeah, so because the last time we played it, um, you called the guy by the wrong name, and then we got like, I don't know, 59 text messages where everyone hated on it. Yes. And so <laughs> I want to do it again. I'm just wondering, <laughs> should we do that again, Cliff, or should we just let bygones be bygones and go on with the program? Oh, I think we could probably do it again. <sighs> yeah. And I've decided to go with this one, Cliff. Okay. The new Christy Minstrels. <laughs> Well, Cliff, we've got somebody on the line. I hope I get the name right this time. <laughs> That'd here, be nice. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Hi, who's this? Mike Luttrell. Mike Luttrell. Mike Luttrell. All right, Mike Luttrell. Are you ready to play this game? Let's do this. All right. Now, what song do you want, Mike Luttrell? Santa Baby. Taylor Swift? Heck no. no. Oh. No. Kelly Pickler okay? Pickler. That'd be great. All right, Mike. Now, yeah. are you pretty confident you're going to win and we're going to hear Santa Baby? We'll see. All right. Well, here we go, Mike. 
I'm going to give you these two lines from a Christmas song. You tell me what song it is. Later we'll have some pumpkin pie. And we'll do some caroling. No Googling. Mike? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, Brain fart. Oh, well, no, that's (laughs) That's, not it. (laughs) Brain fart is incorrect. All right. Well, Mike, we will cancel out Santa Baby, and we're going to get to hear the new Christy Minstrels just because of you this morning, okay? Okay. It's all, all your right. fault. Well, you know, he's mad at us, but we're not the one that got it wrong, right. Cliff. Yeah. Yep, you're absolutely right. I'd like to request this Christmas song. I'd like to hear a Brain Fart by Mike. Okay, all right. <laughs> he just couldn't think of the answer. <laughs> You knew it was going to turn ugly, didn't you, Cliff? Huh? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> that's awesome. Oh, my. Well, I don't know why this popped up on my computer this morning, Cliff, but Uh-oh. it's a it survey. Like it? Oh, okay. A survey results, actually. Yeah. It says 82% okay. of ladies say that uncomfortable underwear can ruin a good day. 82%. I've got to agree with that, Cliff. When I wear uncomfortable women's underwear, I feel lousy for most of the morning. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you wear uncomfortable women's underwear. You see, that was supposed to be in my head. That was. Um, <laughs> there's, there's probably one word there you didn't mean to say. <laughs> yes, yes, there is. Yes, yes, there was. And, Cliff, <laughs> good point. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Earlier, Cliff, I mentioned how um, network TV is starting to kind of fade away on the iconic Christmas stories that we've all grew up on. Yep. I mm-hmm. looked this up. Mm-hmm. The longest continuously running TV special to air on the same network in U.S. Yep. history started yep. in 1969. It's been on CBS every year since 69. It's Frosty the Snowman. Really? That's pretty hmm. impressive since 1969. Yep. Also, Cliff, that entire animation for that TV special yeah. made in Tokyo. Not a bit <laughs> of it was made here. <laughs> Even all the way back to 69. In 69, it was made wow. in Tokyo. Hmm. All of that you can take straight to the bank here on the Morning okay. Road Show. Okay. 45 today and cloudy and about uh, 55 yeah. and lots of sunshine. Tomorrow, I'm... Kind of stalling here looking for a long song, Cliff. Why Why do you need a long song? Because I was going to do something very foolish, and now my timing's all off, so we can hit the <laughs> news at 10, and so oh. now well, we could be off. I mean, we could be off. I There's hate no to be that, that far off, because we'd be like oh. three minutes short, and I'm looking for something really long. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> and, well, I knew that I couldn't bring this subject up. I almost trusted you there for a second, and I thought, no, okay. this is Cliff. I can't I can't bring that no, woman up. No, go I'm not doing ahead, it. No, I'm, uh, no, I'm not talking Maybe about, you know. It's a who. Dolly Parton story. Yes, and, and I had three stories lined up with her. And <laughs> Well, go ahead. No, I'm not going although to. I th- although I think if you're going to tell Dolly Parton stories, two are sufficient. No, no, no. See, there you go. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Pick up a stick and beat my radio with it. Oh, that's that's our philosophy. That's right. That's how we know we've done a good show. That's right. Yeah. Number two. 
catching poop in the air. <laughs> I was hoping it would mention the flamingo, actually, Cliff. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's okay. I'll have to go back and look. <laughs> <laughs> the number one morning road show phrase for today, I'd like to hear brain fart by Mike. <laughs> no, I think once was enough. <laughs> uh, I think so, too. Hey, there's a fire somewhere. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you go, Cliff, in case it's right. your place. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.